Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we're here for another week, which is very exciting, especially considering this is the last week. I've reached the last week and that's actually not that exciting. That's a bit, a little, a little bit depressing. I'm not going to lie. But also, I was talking to Louie about this this morning and in a weird way, like, I'm not looking forward to going home. Like, I don't mean that. Like, I'm having the best time ever. But I'm kind of, like, craving my routine a little bit more now. Like, I feel like because we've been... This is, like, the third week where I haven't, like... <laughs> have not had a routine. I ha- I came on this trip and I was like, every single morning I'm going to meditate and I'm going to be doing my journaling and I'm going to come back a new person. Yeah, that just hasn't happened. But... I feel like it's now making me crave that routine more so when I go back home then I'll be able to implement those things more because I've been really like just not really putting that much pressure on myself to do different things which I feel is sometimes on holiday I can then make a holiday a stressful experience because I think that I have to do all of these different things that I think are really important for like growing into this person that you want to be but I think sometimes you just have to be in order to work out what you want to grow into you know, I think sometimes I put so much pressure myself to grow into these things that I don't actually question like, why do I want to do it? And what do I want to gain from it? And is it actually something that I actually authentically want to do? Or is it something that I just feel like I have to do, if that makes sense? So I feel like having a break from my routine for the past three weeks has been such a good kind of like stress reliever and letting myself just be because on the past couple of days, I think I felt the calmest I felt in so long, like just peaceful. And I'm not saying I haven't felt anxious because I have felt anxious at moments and I found my mind going into like a little bit of a whirlwind, but I've managed to reason to myself when this is happening and the logical voice inside my head is like no longer as panicky anymore. I'm actually able to reason to myself and I'm like, nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. Like this doesn't matter. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And I feel like having that time away and giving myself this period of time where I'm allowed to be calmer and I'm allowed to kind of just take a break from everything has meant that I am that calmer person, which has been such a positive step forward that I didn't really think was going to happen. Like, I think I have been so burnt out for the past three, like, past year. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think I've been burnt out for ages. Even in Bali last year, I was so worried about everything that I think it partly took away from the enjoyment of it. And this time, even though I have had moments of anxiousness and feeling shitty and all of these different things, I feel so much more confident in myself. Like, I feel like I'm in a right headspace to move into this next chapter. Like, I feel actually ready. I felt ready to leave the masters. I feel ready to go into work. Like, I'm excited about the job. For so long, I was nervous about changing chapters and I don't find, like, change easy. I'm actually really excited about this one. I feel like it's the right thing to do. And I always felt like London was the right thing to do, but there was so much uncertainty wrapped up in that. Whereas with this, because it's more like I'm living in the same house with my same housemates, I have friends, like, it's not so nerve-wracking. So I feel like because I've already done something that was bad, like, this is the less bad thing. And I think that's why doing, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is so important because it makes it so much easier the next time like now I feel like in my head and like okay I'm starting a new job that's nerve-wracking but I'm like I've done that many times I've started so many new jobs and it's always been okay it's a new job they want to support you it's going to be a good thing and I'm really trying to drill into my head at the moment like what if it all worked out what if the best case scenario happened what if everything went to plan what if it all just worked you know 
what if the worst case scenario is actually just the worst case scenario? What if that's not going to be? Like, if I believed in the best case scenario half as much as I believed in the worst case scenario, I would be so much happier and way less stressed out. And that's what I'm trying to do at the moment is channeling this best case scenario mindset of like, this could also work. You know, and it's not necessarily always believing that because it's like, for some reason, it's like, oh my God, everything's going to fail. It's going to be awful. But I'm also re- like forcing myself to think in those moments where I'm being so like dramatic and snowballing. and It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. In those moments of panic where I'm thinking, oh my God, the world could end. You know, like it has as much likelihood of that happening as this happening and forcing myself to think about the really great outcome that could happen. And I'm not saying neither one is more likely than the other, But forcing myself to realise that both of these two, the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, have equal chances of happening is making me be more neutral about these changes that are coming. And I feel like that's really helping me. So if you also have change coming up that you're finding really nerve-wracking and you're focused on the worst case scenario literally the entire time, every time you're forcing yourself to think about the worst case scenario, force yourself to think about the best case scenario and realise it's going to be somewhere in between, okay? It's going to be good. It's going to be all right. It's not going to be the end of the world like you think it is. And I think another thing this trip has made me realise, actually, it's made me realise this today. I feel like I've been, like, thinking... When I think about You've Got Mail, I think recently I've been feeling quite worried about it, like, quite stressed about it, quite putting so much pressure on myself and for it to be this massive, huge, successful thing that I want it to be. And it can still be that, and I'm not saying it's not going to be that, but... I think I need to start focusing on just creating content and creating podcasts that I just really like. And if it does well, then it does well. If it does badly, it does badly. Like that's not focusing less on the reception of what I'm producing rather than just the production of it. And I think you've got to produce things because it's an expression of your own creativity and you've got to focus on that side being the thing of value, not on how it's appreciated and not on how it's it's recepted the right right word I don't think recepted is the right word not on how it's reciprocated isn't the right word either like received that's what I mean you've got to focus on the journey of how you are able to produce something and what that teaches you rather than on how it's received by others because if you put all the value in how it's being received by others then you're not going to get anywhere because there's always going to be someone who doesn't like it. There's always going to be people who don't view it. There's always going to be some way that it's not received how you expected it to. But that's not where the value of what you're producing should be coming from. The value of what you're producing should be coming from what you're able to teach to yourself about what you're able to gain through the process. And if other people listen and enjoy it, then that's brilliant. And that's such a positive thing. But that's not necessarily where the entire value comes from. I think sometimes you have to make in creative endeavours the value in the personal personal like personal growth from it. Does that make sense? You have to stop making it so valuable because of the joy that it brings everyone else and you have to make sure that the joy that it brings you is the thing that gives it value because then you'll always want to do it. And I think this is where a lot of the pressure about doing things authentic or authentically comes from is the need to do things authentically is because then it gives you personal joy. And that makes you happy and that's why you'll continue to do it because the joy it gives you is enough of a motivator. When you're doing things solely for other people, it's not going to motivate you. And I think this is a lot 
what comes down to like social media and wanting to create a podcast and stuff you can get really wrapped up in what everyone else wants and following the trends and like recently on my tiktok for you page there's been so many like tiktok strategists somehow i've ended up on like tiktok strategy tiktok like and it's just it's really positive because the things these people are sharing are really interesting and it's like it's definitely helpful but i think it's different they're trying to like if you're trying to create a brand like let's say i have a water bottle company and i'm trying to want to sell my water bottle then you're trying to create different content where it's like i'm not trying to sell you anything i don't i just if you like the content then it's there for you if you don't you don't you know what i mean it's less kind of pressured but then you also want to do well on it and so you've got to think about all of these different hooks and i think it can just become really overwhelming sometimes and that's why i'm going to try and take like more of a neutral approach to tiktok if that makes sense I watched a thing yesterday and it was about like how body neutrality is potentially the best. This is such a random fact to bring in right now, but you know, we're bringing it in. Body neutrality is potentially the best form of body positivity and best in terms of like someone's subjective opinion. I don't know whose opinion this was, but like, you know, I'm not saying it is the best. I'm just saying someone said it was the best because it's like, you don't, it's not that you don't hate your body. It's not that you don't love your body it's just like your body's just a body it's just it is it it just exists it's like it's a water bottle it's a bag it's a body it's a tummy it's feet it's legs it's eyes it's arms it's it's just a thing that allows you to experience the world and I think this is sometimes now where I need to be more at with I think it where I need to be more at with like content creation you've got mail and then wanting to create this kind of I guess it's a brand but I don't really see it as a brand I don't really know what I see it as but you know what I mean it's not like a this is the brand that I want to create it's like a this is the room in the house that I want to create that that's how I see it more I don't see like as a brand I see it like a little safe space like this is the corner of the internet that I want to decorate and I want to decorate it but I need to feel neutral to how it's received I need to stop thinking I just need to think that this is like just a real I love this and I'm just decorating it for me and if other people really love it too then that's great if other people hate it that's all right too as long as I'm not hurting anyone then it's okay and I think that's where my kind of mindset over the past couple of days has been coming to and I think I've been coming to this point for a while and I've been realizing this for a while and I think I've been talking about it for a while but I think I saw Anna Paul's vlog like it was like two days ago and she was like, yeah, I'm actually hardly ever on my phone. My screen time's so low. And her screen time was like one hour 50. And I was like, oh my God, your screen time's so low. She was like, yeah, I just go on TikTok. I just post my TikTok and like, that's it. I don't really do anything else on my phone. And it made me realize how much of the internet I'm absorbing. And I'm not really creating that much because all of the things that I'm absorbing are making me feel quite stressed about creating because I'm then like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? You know, it's like if I was decorating the room and then I go around every room in this hotel that we're staying at, which I will come on to the life update soon. I just feel like we haven't had a thought catch up in a while. Every room and seeing how everyone else had done it, it would cloud my ideas of what I think I should do. And I think sometimes you can absorb too much from other people. Sometimes you can take too many other things. You can be filled with other people's ideas, which kind of warps your perception of what you want because you're thinking about what everyone else likes. And I think I am an inherent people pleaser. 
Like I am. And I know I am. I know I'm a people pleaser. And so maybe I need to be more aware of that. Thinking that when other people watch other people's videos, like it's they're just doing it for enjoyment and stuff. But in the back of my mind, I'm also watching it because I want to see how they're doing well. And I think I should be doing more content like that because I think that's what people like. And I think knowing that my brain kind of flicks in that way, knowing that that is the way that my mind works, is interesting. And it's something I should be more aware of. And which is why I'm trying to cut down on my screen time. She says, for the 10,000th, billionth, trillionth time, as I say every single week, but this is serious, this one. This is the one I've decided. I'm actually going to properly try it. I've started a new book and I'm going to talk about it more on the new things I've done this week, but starting a new book, I'm finding new ways to entertain myself. This is going to be a new me because I'm just going to start creating and writing and doing things that I think are really good and put them out there and if other people like them that's great if they don't that's all right too but anyway we should probably go on to the life update and I have done this in the entirely wrong way around normally life update first massive catch-up massive thought word vomit second we've done it different way around this time and I don't think that's a bad thing So onto the life update for this week's podcast episode, which again is the wrong way around. I'm sorry. And it feels so unnatural to do it this way, but I felt like I had too many things to say as soon as I hit record and I'm not going to switch it around now. So what have we been up to for the past week? Well, we were in Hoi An for the first last time you heard me. That's where I recorded it. I literally recorded it on the beach. That's mad. That that was nearly a week ago. That feels so recently. I feel like the holidays definitely got faster, but slowed down, which makes absolutely zero sense. But We've been staying places for longer and we've been doing less. Like, we've just been chilling and it's been really, really nice. Like, I think in Hoi An, we ended up... Oh, my God. We went out and it was just... It was three for one cocktails. And each cocktail cost pound fifty, pound fifty. So you can only imagine what happened... Okay, £1.50 cocktails, it's not going to go well, is it? And cocktails also very sugary, so you always feel like, oh, I think I did a shot of tequila. I don't do shots of tequila, ever. If you ever see me, ever, and I'm doing a shot of tequila, throw it out of my hand. I hate tequila. Tequila is my least favourite drink ever, ever. It's disgusting. And I just can't. And I did one and it was just awful. And the next day I was so hungover. I thought I was going to die. I couldn't actually walk. I was on the scooter and we went to go and get food. And I was just lying on the table with my head in my hands. I was not well. I was very tired. It was just a... And then we managed to make the most of the day though. Because then we did a lantern making workshop. Which was so lovely. And everyone voted that my lantern was their favourite lantern. And that made me feel very smug. And it was a good lantern. And I loved it. And it was a really, really good experience. But I think I've already told you guys about this. Because I remember talking about it last week on the podcast episode. Anyway, moving on quickly. Oh yeah, because we went on Friday night. And that was Saturday. Oh god, all the days are merging now. And it's really like a bit hard to wrap my head around. But anyway... Then we had one last day in Hoi An where we kind of stayed there maybe a day too long, but we just went to the beach and it was a really lovely beach. And I think it was just nice just to chill out and read my book and actually relax and get my good tan. I have been tanning and my tan is finally getting boosted and this is great. But it was just nice just to relax. And then we took the overnight bus to Natrang. Now, I was nervous about this overnight bus because like, A... 
Was there going to be a toilet? Who knows? B, what was it going to be like on the bus? Who knows? C, I had seen loads of things about the buses where, like, everyone stays, like, on your, like, everyone's sleeping on the floor and everything, blah, 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 blah. That does not sound fun. And so all of these different things were making me feel very nervous about it. But it was actually the loveliest experience. I had, like, a little cabin. I had a recliner seat. I could lie out all the way. I got pillows. I got blankets. It was lovely. There was a TV, massage chair, aircon, massive window, like... This is not buses like the UK has buses. They do have the cheaper one, but we decided to go for the more expensive one because it was like an overnight bus. And so we decided that it was worth splashing out one because like there's nothing worse than arriving here with no sleep. Now, it turns out I didn't sleep anyway because I just cannot sleep on buses. And I was just really nervous the entire time that we were going to sleep through our stop. We didn't because I obviously stayed awake the entire time. I think I slept for like four hours. I took a sleeping tablet and then kind of was like just drifting in and out of sleep for maybe like four hours-ish. But I had my headphones on and honest to God, those Bose headphones are the best purchase I've ever made in my entire life. I could be sponsored by them the amount I love them and it would be the most authentic sponsorship I'd ever get in my entire life because those headphones are the best purchase I've ever made. If you are looking for some not soundproofing, what's it called? Sound blocking, sound, like headphones where you can't hear anything around you. Get the Quiet Comfort 45 headphones. They're so comfortable. They look really cute on. They, I cannot hear a word. I took them off halfway through because I was like, this bus is so quiet and it was so loud, like painfully loud. But anyway, my boyfriend slept through the entire bus journey, which was really annoying because you know when you just want to chat to someone, but he was in like, I was lying down in this bed and then he there was like the walkway in between us in the bus and then he was in the one opposite me so like I kept trying to like open his curtain and see if he was awake and he was just asleep the entire time which you know when you're not sleeping just pissed me off no end but then I woke up got off the bus and I felt like I felt awful I can't like awful really like really tired and so the hotel that we're staying at in the Trang it's like this massive skyscraper on the 34th floor and they have a rooftop like swimming pool with a bar area and in the swimming pool there's like a glass bottom to it like it's beautiful it was it's a really nice hotel we're in and so we managed to stay up there for like the day because check-in wasn't until two a check-in at two should be illegal because basically what you paying the room for you know you're barely getting your, like, evening there. And we arrived at 6am. So we had a lot of time to kill. But anyway, we got dropped off. We spent the day at the hotel. I managed to nap. It was great. I got sunburn yet again. Oh, guys, the sunburn's really bad. And before I get lectured on how bad sunburn is, I know. I am not happy about this. Sunburn is terrible. And my bum is literally looking so red right now it's awful it's so painful to sit on and my legs I feel like I slightly bruised them because I couldn't lie down for ages but now I think we're getting better I think my sunburn's finally healed and we've got new sun cream which is like factor 50 and now I refuse to get sunburn so that's that's been a positive positive experience I'm also covered in bites though and I'm so itchy Louis's not getting bitten at all I'm getting bitten to death. You should see the one on... Like, and also, they don't bite me one time. They bite me, like, seven times, which is just really... I'm really not a fan of it. But I finally started wearing bug repellent, and now I haven't been bitten since, which is a little bit ironic and it's quite funny because I could have avoided this entire scenario. But anyway... 
Then we got to our hotel room, checked in. It is a nice hotel room. We've got a view of the entire city, which is it's really nice. Like, it's been really, really beautiful. Downside, no balcony. I have realised a balcony is just lovely to have. Gives you that little bit of space. I feel like it means that you hang out more in your hotel, which is really nice. But anyway, since we've been here, again, we've just been having beach days after beach days after beach days. The sea here is really nice because it gets deep really, really quickly. Like within 10 meters, it's up to your shoulders. And so it just feels like you're in a pool, like a really, really warm swimming pool, which was perfect. Although everyone is snorkeling and I don't know what they're looking at because to me, it just looks like sand down there. So I'm a little bit apprehensive about what is actually underneath me when we are swimming, but we're just going to ignore that. It's fine. We've recently bought Uno and I feel like that's made this part of the trip actually feel like a proper, proper holiday because we're just playing Uno all the time and eating the most delicious food. The budget has gone out of the window, which is, you know, mm. <laughs> money is a little worry right now, but it's okay. We're not really stressed about it. And it is what it is. It's fine. But the budget has gone out of the window. I went for the best Indian I've ever been to in my entire life last night. I had a tali plate. I love a tali plate. I've realised I really like snacky bits. It's like girl dinner when it's like all the little bits of food, like all the trying like different meals. And it was, you know, when you're eating food and you're like, I'm going to dream about this meal. Also had the most incredible Thai food the other night. And then last that was last night we went to the Indian. Two nights ago we went for Greek. Three nights ago we went for Thai. There's been a lot of... This is definitely more touristy. As we've gone north to south, this is definitely the most touristy area. Because there's definitely more variation in different types of food that you can have. There's more kind of touristy markets. Hoi Yam was also very touristy, but in a different way because that's more of a historic... <laughs> God, Louie, he's literally sat in the corner of the room with his headphones on as I record this episode. And that's growth because I would not have done this at the beginning of the holiday. I definitely feel more confident in myself and in the podcast and in recording, which is a positive thing. But anyway, Hoyan was also very touristy, but it was touristy in more of a, I don't know, like, I can't explain it, but just like a different type of touristy. Like, this is more... And you've just got a really lovely beach. It feels like we're more in Spain here. Like, that's the most European comparison I can give, if that makes sense. Anyway, today we have a day here where we're just going to explore the city more. Because we've really just been on the beach the past couple of days. We went out. I was really hungover yesterday. Oh, it was not good. I wasn't so much the hangover that was bad. We just went to bed ridiculously late. Like, really late. We went to bed at like 4am, which meant yesterday we woke up at 11. And I was like, oh my God, we've slept in so much. Is this a waste of the day of the holiday? But I felt so shattered the entire day. Because I only slept like six hours, four hours. And so yesterday was just like a chill day. And then today, going around the city, exploring. There's a giant Buddha that I can see, which I have been looking for this entire time we've been here. And now I've spotted it. So that's a good thing. We're going to go on the bikes and explore that. And then we're taking another overnight bus to Ho Chi Minh. We were going to take the train because we're doing the, like, the most beautiful train journey in the world. Incredible. I didn't realize how expensive the train was. I did not realise how expensive it was. Also, I massively under-budgeted for this trip because I didn't factor in that we would have to travel north to south and that that would cost money. In my head, it was going to be like Bali and cost nothing. It costs so much, like £90 a go, and we've done five of these train journeys. So, mm, a bit gross, but that's why we're doing the bus now for the final two because it's just so much cheaper, like considerably cheaper. 
a ridiculously amount cheaper. And so that's what we're going to do tonight. But then we kind of fucked up because we booked the train bus and they were like, oh, we're arriving at 5 a.m. We should book the hotel room for the night before so we have somewhere to go because like, that's not going to be nice. But we didn't really think it all through. You know, when you're just like a little bit tired and you're just not really like making good decisions because we shouldn't have done that. We should have just saved the money and just like gone and laid in a park somewhere. But anyway, here we are. It's not the end of the world. We've got the hotel, which means we have breakfast. And then it's the final week, which is exciting because, well, not final week, final five days. It was the final week yesterday. But it is exciting because I think it's making me, I'm just really happy to be here and enjoying it and just excited for everything. I'm trying to stop dreading things as much, trying to stop dreading the end and just enjoying the moment and just trying to be excited about everything. You know, it's exciting starting a new job. It's exciting trying new things, you know? But anyway, on to the new things I've done this week. So a very quick new things I've done this week because literally we need to leave ASAP because we're about to have to check out of our hotel room. But first off, I watched Talk To Me, the new horror film by A24. Really good. Not as scary as I... Like, it is really scary, but I don't like ghost films and, like, they really give me nightmares and things like that. But this was... I think the thing I liked about this horror film was, like, it had a really good storyline. Like, it had a really, really good storyline that didn't seem, like, too... Made me think it could happen in my life, you know? And I thought that was really interesting. The acting was really good. And it was clever. Like, I want to watch it again to see what I missed. Because I think there's definitely going to be a lot of Easter eggs in that film. And I really enjoyed it. Okay, confession time. I've also restarted watching Gossip Girl. It's great. Every time I rewatch it, I remember why I was obsessed with it. I just always... I tried to rewatch it and I didn't give it enough time. You have to give it a good year, two years, and then you can rewatch it again. This is my fourth time rewatching it, and I love it. I just finished the book I was talking to you guys about. It's called The Virgin Suicides. Turns out it's won loads of awards. I just didn't really like it. It just wasn't really... I don't know. I found the the narrative voice in it is quite strange. You never meet the person whose voice it is, and it's meant to be these group of people who are watching this other group of people and I don't know I'm glad I read it because it's been like a lot of food for thought and there's like it is good but I don't think I think I like a more engaging one and I didn't feel that wrapped in in the story does that make sense like I didn't feel it wasn't one of those where oh my god I can't put this down this is incredible it was more one of those like keep going we're nearly at the end oh you know and so I've started a new book today it's called there's something about the secret or something. It looks good. It's got really good reviews. So I'm going to read that one next because I feel like I just need an easy one. It was also quite depressing because it was just about suicide and I didn't really, I don't know why, but I didn't think it was going to be about that because even though it's literally called The Virgin Suicide, I just, it has a lovely cover. It's pink and green. You guys know this. I thought it was going to be quite nice. It wasn't that nice. And it was also a bit confusing because, okay, if you're going to read it, skip forward like, a minute I was I got annoyed at the book because you never got to hear from the girl's point of view and they're the ones that kills themselves and I think that was probably on purpose for people to be like you don't know what's going on inside people's heads that type of thing but like I really wanted to know I really really wanted to know and so I found that really quite frustrating other new things I'm doing yeah guys that's about it that's about it. I'm traveling. But anyway, I've got to go. We normally have a question time, but there's no time for that this time because I did a life update, more content type episode instead. But anyway, I love you loads and I can't wait to speak to you next week. Bye.